What's going on, PC fam? Welcome to another episode of Chill with Chill. What's going on, Chill Town? One more day, Big Ox and basketball is back. I mean, I, I feel like I'm a, I feel like I'm going through withdrawal, Big. Like, man, yo, we 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 gotta get this back cracking again. For real, we ain't had no basketball in what four days now? Three days? It's been, too, days. It's been too long. Yes, let's get, can, can we get back to it, please? Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, had a great panel episode this morning. Shout out to mm-hmm. the uh, to the guy Slim. Uh, you could t- you could tell talking to him. You could tell he, he he's a you know he loves ball. You could tell he, he knows ball. He he played right. ball. Yeah, good guy. It was it was a great show. Great show. Um, it's not a lot of dudes that I hear, and I'm like, yo, I wouldn't mind talking basketball with him. And it's some right. dudes I'm like, I'm good, but 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 dude, he know what he's talking about, so I'm good with him. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Um, but you brought up an interesting topic earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I kind of want to get back at too. Um, you talked about Kevin Durant yep. and if he would have been accepted with open arms back to OKC after right. he went to Golden State. Right. Um, I was against it, mm-hmm. still against it. I don't like mm-hmm. it. Um, before you ask that question though, Chilton, where like where did that come from? And like how wh- what's what's your full take on that? I was thinking. Where we are right now in the landscape of the league, and, and I think we're in a different time. I think we're in a time where there's a lot of uncertainty with guys in the league. There's a lot of guys that are tweeners. What I mean when I say tweeners, Big Ox, they're between being the guy and not being the guy. Like, we don't have a definitive guy in this era. I don't feel like we do. I, I feel like it could change at any point. I don't think we're living in the in the James era where James was clearly the best player in the league or Jordan was the best player. I, I don't think we're living in that era right now. So we got guys bouncing around and I was thinking to myself, because I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine yesterday and we were talking about guys bouncing around and the conversation came up about KD him being a leader. And I had asked, if KD, he had asked, I'm sorry, he had asked, if KD were, were to go back to, he had just finished his run with the Golden State Warriors, three years, being in the NBA championship, two of those three years. If he doesn't get hurt, I think they win the NBA championship again. If he comes, if he comes out at the end of that run in the summer of 2019 and goes to Oklahoma City and says, I want to come back home. Do they open their arms and accept him considering, and this is coming from management. This isn't the fans. This isn't the OKC players because Russ and Robeson are the only two dudes that was, that's on the crew in 19, going into the 19 season, going into the 1920 season before they traded Russ in the summer. Him and Robeson, the only two dudes on that crew that was on the crew in 16. Everybody else is gone. So right. do the Oklahoma City Thunder management is this a no-brainer for them like it was with james do they just go yes let's do it let's 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 bring them back and 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 we're not asking any questions because i'm thinking excuse me because i'm thinking about it ops from the from from the aspect of how james left cleveland right he left cleveland abruptly they didn't see it coming he was homegrown he was one of theirs and he ends up leaving them 
in the midst of trying to win a championship. Only except he doesn't go to the Boston Celtics, right? He's going to the Miami Heat, who isn't their problem. Right. Their problem was the Orlando Magic. He doesn't go play for them. He doesn't mm-hmm. go jump on the on the, on the Boston Celtics. He goes to the Miami Heat. So four years later, after three years of the Cleveland Cavaliers being at the bottom of the Eastern Conference and being one of the worst teams, if not the worst team, I think I think they lost 26 straight games the year after he left. So with that being said, them being one of the worst teams for the last couple of years, for him to come back after what Dan Gilbert has said, after the exchange between those two. Now, remember, there was people in his camp that really wasn't feeling him going back to Cleveland. There was people Mm -hmm. in his camp that were like, man, wait a minute. Hold on. It's going to take some convincing from some people. He looked at it strictly from business. Like, I started something. I said that I was going to do this. And let's go back and finish it. And eventually, he won some people over in his camp, went back home, and they accepted him. Like, yo, come back home. Absolutely. And he won it. KD, on the other hand, he leaves Oklahoma City in the midst of a championship and as a championship contender and go jump on the other crew. Literally. Champ, win, window wide open, Showtown. <laughs> we are not over, Big Ox. It's not like this crew that I'm on is over. No. This is how open the window is. We still got a lot of time left. And instead, he goes and jumps on that crew. Wins championships with that crew. We end up not going into obscurity, but we're a mid-team at this point. We're not very good. We're a mid-team at best. But we do have some bright spots. We have Russell Westbrook, who won the league MVP still. KD decides in that summer. What if KD decides in that summer, yo, Russ, let's get this, let's get the band back together. I was wrong for what I did. Let me get with management and see how they feel about it. Let's get the band back together. From a management standpoint, Big Ox, I think that management says yes. I do. Hmm. I think that management says yes because they're looking at it from KD still being a superstar and what kind of revenue it's going to bring in. From a team perspective, I don't think Russ wants anything to do with KD. I don't. I don't think he wants anything to do. I think he's looking at KD like, no, mm -mm, absolutely not. Mm -mm. It's crazy. I couldn't couldn't imagine him wanting to play with KD ever again after that. After Um, that? I see. I see where. Uh, where was it in the chat? Brax uh, said it was that'd be too early. Maybe after Brooklyn. Mm. So well, last after year, after Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, last so, year. So last year, considering what, considering what that this Oklahoma City team is now, hence the term maybe Big Ox, because he wasn't a free agent, which means that they would have to move off some things to get KD plus. KD is 35 years old, which bodes the question. How many more years does KD have left? He probably got, he's got two, two after this. Yeah, two I think he's got one? two. Now, yeah. what did what did you giving up to get KD in Oklahoma City? What did when you they, more they, get the, Sun, the, the Suns gave up Mikhail and Cam Johnson. Yep. And what, two first? I think it was three of them. Three first? Yeah. Okay. So J Dub, Josh Giddy, and three first rounds. 
J-Dub, Josh Giddy, and three ones. The money doesn't match up, though, because KD is a max Oh, player, that's so right. That's right. Mikael Cam was making way more than that. Right. They was making way more than that. So these dudes on Rook deals, mm -hmm. right? So Josh Giddy hasn't been extended yet. Right, right. So he's still, he's still on a Rook deal. So with that being said, we may have to get a third team involved in this because with these guys specifically, the money's not going to match. And what third team is going to help Oklahoma City? In Brooklyn, because I don't think that there's a third team that wants anything to do with that. And is I, this? The I believe there's some way. There, there's a way. If you if you get in, either way, they can figure it out. Like how you saying, mm. get a third team involved. So, if in that instance, right this year after after the Nets, I could see okay, see moving some things around to put KD with with, with SGA. I could see that. Right. And they got Chet I, coming too. Yeah, I could definitely right. see that. But. Again, I'm thinking about KD as an older KD. KD's not getting on a crew to be a mentor or he's trying to – what he's doing in Phoenix, he's trying to win. He ain't trying right. to win in three or four years because I don't have that kind right. of time left. He's trying to win now. So you add that in with the attitude that was going on in Oklahoma City. I'm, I, I don't think that – after he leaves Golden State to come right back to Oklahoma City, that that works. I don't think that from a fan and from a player perspective, they would have to move off of Russ, which now leads me to think, well, if that's the case, well, damn, Big Ox, why did he leave Oklahoma City in the first place when the window was wide open? Wide open. Because Russ, at that point, isn't the same player today that he was in 2016. He's actually better today. So... If we move back to 2016, why not move off of him then? Because you probably could have got something for Russ. And with that window being wide open, we still had an opportunity to compete. Now, if you're moving off Russ, who's still coming off an MVP, who's still coming off a, 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 a MVP type season, he's still an elite player at that point. Um, you traded for Paul George. Carmelo Anthony's already gone. And remember, Big Ox, you losing KD for that season. That 1920 right, season, right. you're not playing. So it's not like you it get is. him for that season. You don't get him until the 20, you don't get him until the 2021 season. So what are you willing to mortgage in order to bring KD back? I in, in all actuality, I think it's a tough sell. I don't think it's a tough sell to Oklahoma City management because again, it's Oklahoma City. And to have a top-tier player like KD who still has some years left. I don't think it's a top. I, I don't think it's a top, a tough sell to them. I think the tough sell is to the fans and to Russell Westbrook, who I ultimately mm -hmm. think they would have to move off because I don't think right. at that point, especially right. after watch, especially after watching Russ, what Russ watching him win those championships with the team we were battling against, who we went super hard against, and for you to jump on that crew and win championships with them, and now I got to sell to Russ. Yo, he wants to come back home and win with you. I don't think Russ wants anything to do with him. Nothing. No as, a, as a basketball player, I don't think Russ wants anything to do with him, which means they'd have to come off Russ. Yeah. I, Russ, if, if I'm Russ, I'd have to demand it. Like, if you bring him, you got to get rid of me right now. Like, I don't I don't think not, he wants I'm anything not, to do with him. I don't. If he's, if he's in the building, I'm not coming to work. I don't think he wants any. Because if you're trying to sell me that the bad blood between those guys on the floor – was just being competitive. You could sell that to me if we actually saw these guys off the floor. I didn't see Russ talking about KD. I didn't see Russ 
talking to KD. I heard KD saying, I love Russ. I would love to talk to Russ. Russ didn't want anything to do with him, though. Nothing. And now you got a different Russ. When I say a different Russ, Big Ox, I'm talking about an MVP Russ. I'm talking about a triple-double Russ. I'm mm -hmm. talking about one of the best players in the league now, even more right. than I was before Russ. I'm talking right. about a Russ who stayed loyal to this unit, who stayed loyal to the soil, I believe is what they call it, who stayed mm -hmm. loyal to Oklahoma City, and now you entertaining this dude who dumped us? You entertaining this dude who dumped us to go play with them dudes? And now you want me to sit in a room with him and have a conversation about us potentially getting back together at that point? I don't think Russ wants anything to do with him. Nothing. No. At least not with at least not without some couples therapy first. You know? Yeah, let's sit down. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta sit down to work it out. I think that I, I think it's I think it's different at this point, Ops, because I'm thinking about Russell Westbrook, where he was at his career at that point. Because right. remember, in 2016, Russ had asked, even when KD signed with, even when KD had left and went to Golden State and signed with him, Russ had asked him, yo, what is it that you want me to do? Almost sounding like, like the marriage is breaking up and the husband saying, and the husband saying, yo, what do I need to do to fix this? Talk to me. Tell me what I need to do. And there was nothing that he could really do. And he bounced like that. So don't get me wrong, I, uh, over time, you might be able to have a conversation, but that small period of time that has passed, and with that small period of time passing, and what KD did, and what Russ did, I think that's going to be a hard sell. A hard yeah. sell. Speaking of that, so KD... You know, it's post post All Star game. We had some good talks during All Star game. Just you know how it yeah. is. Every time we see stars together, we start making speculation. Can I get two? Let me get four predictions total from you, children. I want two predictions on what two players you think actually are planning on linking up, or like you can see actually linking up in the future, stars, and also two predictions or just two. Uh, Two duos that you would like to see. Mm. Two duos that I would like to see. Um, mm. We had a, actually we actually had a conversation earlier today. I wouldn't mind this, I wouldn't mind Kyrie Irving and Joker. I'd like to see what that looked like. Mm. I would. I would like to see what that looks like because Jamal Murray is one of my favorite guards in the league. He's one of the best tough shot makers in the game. His chemistry with Joker, him playing off Joker the way he does, and I think Kyrie Irving. In terms of a talent, he may be better. I'd like to. I, I, I wonder how that would how that dynamic would work. I don't want to screw up what's at what's currently going on in Denver. I don't. I don't want to currently screw up what's going on in Denver because I love what's going on with Jamal Murray and and Joker. The way that they play mm -hmm. off each other, that two man action. I think that's one of the best two man actions, not just in the game that I've ever seen. I'm not sure mm -hmm. that I'm, I'm I'm not sure that I've seen a better two man action in the league. Up until this point, I don't mean like Kobe and Shaq. I don't mean Scotty and, and 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 Mike and all. I'm talking about in recent years. I mean, I saw James and 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 I saw James and and Irv. Those guys were fantastic together. They won the NBA championship. But in recent years, like in the last in the last two three years, I haven't seen two man action. That's that's as good as what those two guys do, and that includes James and that includes James and and and. 
and Anthony Davis. Well, wait a minute. Let me take that. Let me let me take that back, Ox. Because James and Anthony Davis in twenty ten in twenty twenty, that was pretty phenomenal. It was. That was. I, I'm not. I'm not sure that. I'm not sure anything could replicate that. That was. That was definitely phenomenal. Those two. So maybe I'm. Maybe I'm jumping the gun on on Irvin and and, and James. Maybe I'll. I'll. I haven't seen anything like that since James and AD. Okay. In terms of a two. In terms of two man action. I don't think. Drew Holiday and Giannis were were like that in terms of a two man game. Um, as good as Draymond is, his two man action with 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 Curry was pretty good. But I think Draymond, his action was more suited for the entire offense. Like when we get into right. the meat and potatoes of the game, his action, the action that they ran with him involved, it was suited for everybody. Now Joker and Murray, because Joker, because Joker is the long ball shooter, he is. But more importantly. The passer that he is, and Murray, the tough shot maker that he is, those two guys are definitely one of the best. That's one of the best two man actions I've seen. So when I think about if you if you took Murray off that crew, and you put Irv on there, hmm, how would Irv play off a of Joker? Because Irv is really efficient in the mid range. He could definitely knock down the long ball off the dribble. Mm -hmm. I, I I I I wouldn't I wouldn't hate seeing that. I'm not, I'm not saying that I wouldn't hate seeing it. I'll tell you one that's not happening, Big Ox. I know that everybody saw this quote-unquote romance between Joker and Luca. Them two dudes yeah. are not playing together. No. Not going to happen? No. <laughs> it's not happening. No. Uh -uh. I, I know they're still, they're still young enough. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, no. if, 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 if we're talking about in their primes, that's one thing. But if we're talking about later on in, in, in their careers, that's one thing. But if we're talking about in their primes, no, nah, I don't think that the Dallas Mavericks are giving Denver Luca or Luca or, or Denver is giving Dallas Joker. He's going to have to walk out the front door and go to Dallas. He's going to have to walk out the front door and go to Denver, which I don't think he's going to do. I don't. Well, what is what is Joker? Joker's five, four or five years older than Luca? Yes, I think I he's think 20. So, yeah. I think he's 28. 28. Mm -hmm. 28, yeah. Mm -hmm. We, I mean, we could see it once once Joker gets maybe 33. Now, all right, he'll he'll still he'll still be able to move the ball, still be able to you know okay. he'll still be able to explore his style of play. Mm -hmm. He still might be very very effective at 33, 34 years old. So we Luka, getting him on the backside. So we getting so we getting Joker on the backside. Of who yeah, he, but still, of but who still, still dangerous yeah, and deadly. Mm -hmm. And Luca will be 28, prime peak Luca. You know mm -hmm. so. That's scary. If they, if they, even if they get together in four, five, six years, that's mm. still that's still gonna be, I would say, in four or five years, that's still gonna be a mean duo. Mm. But okay, so that's what you would. But right. would you like to see that? Seeing him, Luka and Luka and Jokic are, are not so much. Is that not exciting or entertaining? It's not. It, it, it's really to be to, for me. It's not because one, Luka has the ball in his hand so much mm. and. The offense runs through Joker the way it does, and the way Joker the way Joker works. I haven't seen Luca be able to play off the basketball like that. Hmm. There's a difference between being a primary ball handler and the offense running through you. Luca right, is the right. primary ball handler, and the offense runs through him. Jamal Murray is the primary ball handler. The O runs through Joker. That means that right. Luca would have to get off the peel way more. That means that the offense would have to change, which may not which may not be conducive to Luca's game, depending on who the coach is, because Luca, he's so used to having the basketball, he's so he's so used to creating shots for other people. 
With Joker, with that offense, the offense is what creates shots for other people. In addition to Joker being as smart as he is, the action, Joker, Joker feeds off the action, which creates shots for other people. It's not Joker just having the ball and pounding the ball and pounding the ball and, and as you would say, Big Ox, throwing grenades at guys. No, he's not doing that. Mm -mm. There's a lot of off-ball movement. There's a lot of action. There's a lot of action with, with him. So because of that, that's not conducive to Luca's game. That's not right. who Luca is. So I'm not really sure that I love that. I'm I, 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 I'm not sure that I love that. Um, this this Giannis and and Dame thing. A lot of people are, a, a, a lot of people, including myself, aren't very, aren't we don't love it. And the reason why I don't love it is because Dame's game isn't conducive to what that roster is built. Now, if they fix that roster. If they fix that roster, I think that him and him and Dame, Giannis and Dame, we could get some more action between those two guys. So sure. I still think that, that I still think that's a three-year window, including this year. I still think uh -huh. it's a, I still think it's a three-year window. Yeah, I can see that, but but sure, is is I don't think it looks the way people thought it was going to look, and this it is what it. I thought it was going to look like. I was saying this when it when the when the trade happened, and chill. I mean, they talked about me bad in the comments and everything. Said I was a that. hater. Oh, you hate Giannis. Giannis is why why is Ox always hating on Giannis? Mm -hmm. It's just it's not that. I think they're both tremendous players, but it just doesn't it doesn't go to me. I, I think like a lot that. of people, I think a lot of people get confused with a guy just because he's a baller, he could play with anybody. Not a lot of guys have plug-in games like KD. KD could step on anybody roster because KD. Is what is, is is somewhat of a specialist where yo KD knocks down open shots. KD is a bucket getter. That kind of game travels. Luca's game doesn't travel everywhere. You have to build around Luca's game. You don't really have to build around KD's game. You can put KD on Minnesota. He's a bucket getter. All we gotta do is plug him in. You could put him in Cleveland. He's a bucket getter. There aren't Giannis, his game is a little bit different where it might travel different. There's not many guys whose game travels just right across the board. Like right. Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid's game travels. It's a big. You might have to change the offense up a little bit, but Joel Embiid's game travels. Yeah, chill. Um, before we do move on, I just want to point out that Kevin Durant on this Cleveland Cavaliers team would be crazy. They win an NBA that would championship. Be they win the NBA championship. They got that would, be, that would be, yeah. It wouldn't. And you know how I feel about be. Boston. You know how I feel about Boston. You know how uh, I feel we're not about even going to talk about Boston. Cleveland, if KD no, is no. on Cleveland, they're the NBA champs. Yeah, they they could just quit, stop the season right yes. now. Yes, yes. It'd be all right. Line up the parade okay. in Cleveland because there's your NBA champs right there. Man, man, for sure. Um, before we get to our next segment, let's see what the guys in the back are talking about. Let's pull up who we got. We got Brax. Up. Let me see. Yeah, Brax still back there. What's good, what up? Brax? What Yo. up? What up? What's good? What up? Uh, really, the only thing I want to talk about is that point you had with uh, Westbrook and KD. I don't yeah. think Westbrook would have a problem with KD. From a, I don't think he would. Like, do I you remember? Do you remember Russ and KD from back then? I remember. I remember. What, what I did you? Okay, before you go any what? further, what do you remember about that time? What do you remember? Well, about them, I remember they was best buds, you know, you know what I'm saying? KD when they was on the crew, of course. Right, they right. was, they was the best buds, you know, locked in. And then, you know, KD did what he did. Russ didn't really like him, for sure. <laughs> but, but, 
I, 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 under, I, I think that's an understatement, brother. No, I do. I think that's a little an bit understatement. more than I, yeah. I get what you mean. But I think the biggest thing with it is we all know Westbrook is like a he wants to win. So like he'll he'll do whatever to win. My biggest example is he had real beef with Patrick Beverly. And they literally squashed it and they actually yeah. found out, you know, you're not that bad of a guy. And right. Pat Bev injured Westbrook. Yep. Now and mind we all you, know, hmm? now mind you, now mind you, him and Pat Beverly had had real beef. How far back did that go? Like when did that happen? That was in what 15 or yeah. 14 it was? 14? It, was, it was some it was something around that time frame. Right. What what was that year? I think it was 15, the 14, 15 season, I think. So then they get on the crew in what 22? Yeah. So that's seven years later. So KD, okay, so KD, three years after what he did, Russ becoming the player that he became after he leaves KD. Not only chill, after he leaves KD. Chill, we can't, we can't even, we can't even entertain that. I'm sorry to cut it off, Brax, because Wait. what happened, what, what happened with Pat Beverly and Russ does not compare to what happened. He literally tore his meniscus. Westbrook man, is not he was going, a, a that was, he was, that was look, that, that was that wasn't a good play. I didn't I didn't mind the play. I thought he was going. I thought he was You didn't mind it? I did not mind it at all. I was like, Ooh. okay, you got hurt. It was it was unfortunate. Some people a lot of people feel that it was a dirty play. I don't think it was necessarily dirty. dirty I think it was Pat Bev doing Pat Bev stuff. I don't think he was trying to hurt us. But in the with that said being said, that was that was a that was a semi-serious beef situation. But what happened with KD and Russ was was personal, deep, and that was love. It like was deep from an organ. Just, it you, was you turned your back on me. That's way different. If you ask I mean, me, Rex, I, Rex, I really don't think you. I really don't think you digging what really happened here, B. Like, look, no, look, me no. And you, me, me and you, okay, me and you, man. You know, I know, I get it. That's what I'm I, saying, B. Like I, you and I, me, I, we, we 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 together in this, and we trying to do it. Meanwhile, you going behind my back telling dude. Who we after? Like, yo, look, I get that. I get over, that. But also, how do I get I think back you, with you, I think you blown out of proportion, like what it really was. Like, KD literally said himself, I have no beef with Russ. Like, and Russ, Russ is, would, did you hear he, anything from Russ? What that look, because Russ, why would KD have player? beef with Russ? He the one who did, no, he, no, he no, did look, the look, snake look, move. Look, look, look how, KD how said, am I going to steal from you? Listen, KD literally said, Russ is not the reason I'm leaving. I have no beef with Russ. This team, this organization, they're not building correctly around me. There's plenty of moves that I wanted to get done, and they're not doing it. We don't have any spacing. We don't have. We don't run. A, our team isn't optimized around me. Right. So I left, went to Golden State, and, and I won. Our adversary. Granted, they're the our... team that just kicked my ass. But <laughs> how did I go back to that? I think it. I think it'd be on some sucky stuff for KD to go back, Great but sucker. I don't. I don't think KD. I don't think Russ would be mad if KD was like, "Look, bro, I'm sorry. My my bad. That's on me. This that, this one's on me, Coach. You feel me? I, I think. I think where the divide is with you and I is where Russ is at that point in his career, right? So it's bad enough. He already and, and you being an OKC fan, you remember this, right? It's bad enough. Russ actually thought he was better than KD. There was rumbling. Oh, absolutely. There was rumblings that between Russ and KD. I never just thought as that. Good. Just as good, I, I, maybe. But. I never, but then you want to compound that with you bounce like you did to where you bounced. And then 
I end up doing what I did, and I end up winning the league MVP. I saw, I, you guys should have built this thing around me, and now he wants to come back? This is the same dude who said he has no beef with me, but, he, but it was really with the organization. To go jump on a crew with them dudes, and now you want me to get back on with you? Look, I don't know man. you're gonna leave me high and dry again. Let's see that soon. It's not like it was. Now that's like a good point. How do I know you're not gonna do it again? That's a How, great and, point. And, and and to 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 your point, like with Pat Beverly, that was six seven years ago. Like we could we could talk about. Yeah, he tore his meniscus. Right, he did. And, I, look, especially is, from Westbrook, who doesn't get injuries. Ever and ever and the fact that I'm pretty sure he already didn't like him from that point. So right. the fact that you injured me, and I'm not an injury type of guy. Oh no, right. I, you my op for life. I don't like you. Right. So the fact that seven so years later of this beef boiling, the fact that I was able to just you know what, bro, clean slate. Let's 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 win these basketball games. Well, well maybe maybe they did. Maybe Russ wasn't clearly over over it completely, but. It was more, I right, yo, this business. I could get back with this. I, I, because it's business. So, KD, why would on the you other do hand, with KD, because KD, first and foremost, yo, we was together almost a decade, B. It wasn't like we just got together for like two years. My career started with you. We built this thing. And the whole time, you, Brax, listen, yo, we getting ox. We are getting this dude. We getting him. Meanwhile, while that's going on, my back is, sir, you telling ox, yo, ox, listen. Soon as this dude turn his back, I'm getting with you, yo. And we're gonna stomp this dude out. My thing is this though, y'all, y'all gotta understand the detriment that that had on Russ on Russell Westbrook's career. If you ask Damn. me, if you ask me, because I'm I'm like, look, think about it this way. A tournament right. is that that's that sat me down for three months. I'm sat down for three months. What Mind you, you ain't never me, got you, sat down you, for three months. What before. you just what you just did, I don't care what you just did to me, knocked me out the box. Took me out, uh, took me out for but, the next four seasons, knocked me out but the box. You got nah, no Brax, no Brax. You gotta think about this too. We oh, could have won, we could have won. Like we had we were I'm up, we were up I, I don't, on I don't we, ever think we, we could have. We were up on them, we were up on them, and they had to come back and beat right. us. That means we got action. That means next year we get over that hill and you left me and then went over there with them. Because <laughs> the, the dude crazy. that you saw over there, you knew he was the gatekeeper. But to you that point, the gatekeeper. To Rex, that, no, uh, there's no way if I'm Russell Westbrook, like this doesn't have to be publicized. I don't know if this ever happened. I'm assuming it didn't. But me, me, I'm calling you like, all right, bro, you over there with them. That's cool, whatever. But you got, you gonna have to come see me this summer. Like we got to, we, I'm, I gotta put my hands on you. We got to. Oh, fight. you mean that type now, of? We, okay. we gotta okay. fight, bro. We, we okay. got. There's no, no. We have to fight. Brax, <laughs> I, really, Brax, like, I really don't think you understand. Like, I'm talking about him together for eight years. Out of everybody on jump? this stage right now, I get it the most. I'm telling you, I understand. What was your feeling? What was your feeling with KD when he jumped off that? When he jumped oh, when he did. When he when he went to Golden State, what was your feelings on KD? That was, well, I was 15, boy. I almost cried. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was sick. <laughs> I was sick to my stomach. You don't kill. You don't get it. I was. I woke oh, up. My dad literally woke me up and said, "Hey, man, your boy gone." I said, what do you mean he gone? You I'm like, what you gone? mean he gone? I, I check. He said, "Look at your phone." I check my phone. It say, "Golden State Warriors." Oh man, you, you can't I, be serious that you, you did, that you just did I ain't that. I'm gonna lie. I got pissed off the fact that he woke me up just for me to see that. Like I almost want. Screw your I ain't whole gonna day say up. what I want to do. Screw your whole day up. Yeah, my whole, whole day, day was up. done. Finished. But, so I get it. 
But I don't think I think Russ would have been like, hey man. Three years later, after what he just did, he goes and jumps on that crew. They go and win. Yeah. Two of them. They go and win two of them. And now he says, Yo, Brax, I want to come back home. Now, from a management standpoint, I think Oklahoma City. Oh, of course. Oklahoma has no choice. They it's Oklahoma. From a management standpoint, I think they get in the room, and there's some people in that room that that don't want to do it. But right. the check writer is like, we doing this. Absolutely, we doing it. But no from a from a player standpoint, yeah, the players probably wouldn't want him. I, oh, I, it's only, but it's only two dudes on the crew that's on that crew in in nineteen. That's Andre Robinson and Russ. Robinson's only not dudes. a player, bro. Don't say that name around me. He, he was a uh, he, he was a starter on that crew, but even still, I, anyway. I know he, he was he was a starter on that. He crew. was but terrible even still, on offense, but he had impact. Right, on. terrible well, with on that, offense, bro. With that, with that being said, there's some conversations that had to be had. And I don't think Russ, at that point, where he was in his career and what he had done, I don't think he wants anything to do with KD like that. I don't. I, I wouldn't say one one. I I we can agree to disagree on the fact. I think mm-hmm. he'd probably get over it. I think he, of course, like you said, three four years ago, get get out of my face. But later down the line, the fact that I know that both of them are competitors, especially Westbrook, and yeah. the sacrifices he's taken to win, he'll be like, you know what, bro, I'm 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 over it. Yeah. No, he played with James. Well, he to play with James Harden. <laughs> yeah. He did have to point. play with James. That's a good point, though, Brax. But uh, we're gonna keep it moving, fam. Appreciate you pulling up, getting out. All off. right. Uh, uh, yeah, check us on Tuesday. I mean, my bad. I said Tuesday. Check us on Saturday, bro. Yes, sir. Later, later. I, I, I big ox, man. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about everything that went on right there, and man, it, it, that's a hard sell. I, I, I ain't talking about from a management standpoint. I think that the yeah. suits. I think the suits get in the room, and I think they figure it out. But from a player standpoint, hey, Ox, listen, uh, we're very much considering signing KD back. We're, we're very much considering bringing KD back in the fold. You was on that crew, by the way, in 16, when y'all had Golden State in the chokehold. You was on that crew with Russ. Ox, we can be very much considering bringing KD back and bringing him back into the fold. Man. It just it depends on it depends first depends it depends on one thing first, Chilton. <laughs> Have we fought yet? So we got to knuckle up. We got to go outside. <laughs> if we got to go outside, chill. We haven't fought yet. It's that. not even a thought. Like nope. He got to he got to come see me. He got to we got to get in the backyard first. If not, nope. Let's go get some boxing gloves and let's, yeah. let's 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 hand do this. Once we do yeah. that, I bet we can end it right here. <laughs> my because my feelings my feelings are hurt at this point. My feelings are hurt. I can't you get still over in that. You're still I'm, in that. You know, I'm thinking about this throughout my day. I'm just walking, and I'm like, man, I should have a ring right now. Oh, but he wouldn't He wouldn't help Steph Curry get, get – he wouldn't up. help Steph Curry. Nah, I can't get over that, chill. I'm, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm I'm going to be feeling his heart in, in literal physical pain. I could feel it in my stomach. Yeah. Like That's nah, why I think crazy. that. That's why, I, that's why I'm having a difficult time with Russ, convincing Russ of that, because I'm thinking – is Russ eventually going to come on board, especially after what he just did? No, nah, I don't think so. Yeah, not at that time. I don't. Yeah. Um. Before we get to the uh to the rest of the guys in the back, we do got some uh some more guys back there. I just want to bring up this point might help might give us some more talking points when they do get up here. Um, I kind of want to go over the top ten. Uh, not all of them, but we mm-hmm. y'all know we did all thirty teams. We did the power ranking this um earlier this morning on. Um, on the panel, and so yep. I want to pull up these 
these top the top 10 and let's let's kind of go through those and see how you feel about it because as as everybody knows they are um voted on so it's not everybody yep. doesn't agree with the list so yep. let's see showtown we have uh our, our our top 10 players choice was boston one mm-hmm. timberwolves two the yep. clippers three thunder four mm-hmm. Cavs five nuggets six sun seven bucks eight Knicks nine and Mavs ten. Do you have any discrepancies in that bottom five of the top of the top ten? Mavs, so, Knicks, Bucks, Suns, Nuggets. Uh, I had the, I had Milwaukee at ten. I had them, I had them at the at the at the bottom of the top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Denver higher. I mean, I had Denver low. I had them at eight. Um, I had Phoenix at seven, and I had New Orleans at six. And I don't think that we talk nearly as much about New Orleans as we should and I'm, I'm i'm also guilty of that because they don't really jump off the screen even though they should cj mccullum is one of the better league guards in the game i wasn't really feeling him being the league guard because he had played off the ball the majority of his in fact not the majority all of his career in portland he played off a of dame so him now being the primary ball handler i didn't think that that was going to work at all but that New Orleans team actually is working with him, and they got a really good backup point guard in Alvarado. So their defense is a lot better. I'm a Herb Jones guy. Anybody knows me knows how big of a Herb Jones Herb Jones fan that I am. But the 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 biggest difference in this crew this year than in the past is Zion's been healthy. With Zion being healthy, Zion has done something that other other he hasn't done in years past. He's able to play in the dunker spot. He plays at the lead guard. He causes a lot of problems when he has the ball going downhill. Plus, Zion can pass. Right. And they get long ball shooters coming off the bench in Trey Murphy, who, can, who is cash. One of the better dirty work guys in the league in, 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 in Larry Nance Jr. He's fantastic. I think that this team quietly has been causing a lot of ruckus. And a lot, a lot of people aren't talking about them. A lot of people aren't talking about them at all. And I don't know if you guys know this, but my but my man Big Ox right here has made it clear to me that if the playoffs started today and his boys had to see New Orleans, he's not watching one game of that series. He wants wow, nothing wow. to do with he wants nothing to do with New Orleans. Of all the teams in the league, he don't want nothing to do with New Orleans. Nothing. That's the, so, that's the team. I know we. I just don't want to see it. If for anybody watching, though, that if you missed the panel episode, this is the list right here. Uh, right here, I only got three through 30, but mm-hmm. one was Boston and two was uh, Minnesota, just in case mm-hmm. you don't know. Um, chill, what do you have your top 10? Do you have your 10 pulled up from what we I sent do. out sent into Ron? I do. It is, let's see here, I'll give it to you right now, big ox. So at 10, I had Milwaukee. Um, I think that they're teetering right on the outside. They're barely in the top 10, considering what they've been doing defensively. That chemistry is just the way that that roster is constructed. I'm having a difficult time with it. At nine, I had Dallas. Dallas is looking a lot better than what they did. At number eight, I got Denver. I don't like what I'm seeing with Denver, just from their rotation in particular. I don't like what I'm seeing from them. At seven, Phoenix. And before Bradley Bill ended up with the hamstring injury, which turns out to not be serious, so he should be back. They were rolling. Phoenix was absolutely rolling. So I like what I saw from them. As you just heard, I had New Orleans at six. At five, I had OKC. Um, mm-hmm. I like what I'm seeing from OKC. At number four, I had the Clippers. I I I have to get on the Clippers train. 
in the regular season, Big Ox. As much as I've you, you've been you've been talking about the Clippers since the beginning of the season, I wasn't on board, and I'm still out on them in terms of a championship team. But what they're doing right now, I gotta I gotta accept it. That it's awesome. At number three, I had Minnesota. Um, I think that they are the one they're, they're one of the few teams in the league that do something consistently at a high level. At number two, I had Cleveland, and I mm-hmm. love everything about Cleveland. I don't think Cleveland's winning the NBA championship. I do not think Cleveland's winning the NBA championship, but I do think that they're getting out of the first round. I don't sure. think what you saw last year from Cleveland, you're going to see that this year. You're not you're not going to see that again. That's not going to happen. And at number one, I had Boston. I think that they're the runaway favorites in the Eastern Conference. I think they're going to win the NBA championship. Mm. Yep. Right, right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, let me see. Let me see. We got real talk. What's up, what real up? talk? What up? What's up, Big Ox? What's up, Chill? How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? What up? Um, I'm I'm trying to figure out why you don't think the same thing is going to happen to the Cavs in this season in the playoffs. Because it's a year later, and if I if I thought that, then guys wouldn't improve. Guys wouldn't get better. If I thought that, then. Every year, like Denver's just winning the NBA championship every year. So Boston's not going to get better. The Clippers are not going to get better. Teams aren't going to get better. This Cleveland team is a young crew. Before Donovan Mitchell got on that crew, they ain't had nobody on that crew over 25 years old. Everybody on that crew was young. Evan Mobley, Jared Allen has gotten a lot better. Darius Garland has actually been better playing off of Donovan Mitchell. That rotation that they have is a lot better. And more importantly, more than anything, this team has gotten tougher because that's what happened to them last year. For lack of a better term, real talk, and I don't like to use words like this, but they got bitched against New York. I thought yeah. I thought that what they did, what the Knicks did to them, I thought they were going to do that to the Knicks, considering the front line that they had with Evan Mobley, with Jaron Allen. I thought Evan Mobley was the best, arguably the best defensive player in the game. That's including Bam. That's including uh, J- um, that's including Bam Adebayo. That's including Rudy Gobert. I thought he was. I thought he was in the conversation as the best defensive player in the game. To watch the Knicks front line, uh, Hartenstein, to watch Julius Randle, to watch those guys just basically rough that whole crew up, not just the front line, but that whole crew, it was disheartening. And I'm thinking to myself, as a competitor, there's no way that this team comes back next year. Getting better, whether we're better offensively and defensively, there's no way that we come back next year and that happens again. And I see that the only way that the Knicks beat them is because they roughed them up. One thing I found out about a bully is once a bully punches you in the face, he expects you to cheese up. I don't want nothing to do with this. But once you Mm -hmm. punch him back in the face, then he punches you again. Then you punch him again. He's like, oh, shit, I got to fight this dude. He's not prepared to do that. What the Knicks are banking on, and not just the Knicks. I think there's other teams in the league that look at Cleveland. That was their mantra. Yo, we can rough these dudes up. They're kids. Once they find out that, no, you can't do that, and now you have to come up with something different, you have to actually play now, now I think we got a different ballgame. I hear you, and it's not even about, like, the Cavs not improving. I just think that let's stick to the Knicks. Like, the team they lost to also got better. They acquired uh, OG. um, Jalen Bronson has taken another leap. Um, Bojan. But uh, yeah, they just got Bojan. DiVincenzo's been playing very, very well over there. Um, I don't know. I just feel like they have a multitude of bodies they can throw at the cat at Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland between Josh Hart, DiVincenzo, OG, Jalen Brunson can sit down in the chair a little bit. 
Mm-hmm. Um, now, maybe if they're like a higher seed and, um, you know, they get, which is quite possible because they're what, number two in the East right now? Mm-hmm. And they, you know, the first round, they get like a. If the no, playoffs no, no, no. started today, if real talk, if the playoffs started today, they get Miami in round one, which is a great Man, matchup for them. I, I, and the reason, and, and the reason why I feel like that's a great test for them because that's exactly what they had to deal with last year, just a rough, tough, gritty team. Now you have an opportunity to prove that what happened last year. Let's take your game off the table, right? Let's 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 take all of that off the table. You have an opportunity to prove that you won't be pushed around. Now we can talk about games. Now we can talk about actually getting it on. Once we get that out the way, mm-hmm. I you know I even when, <laughs> when you said Miami, I was thinking like one of the lower seeds maybe it could be like you know the Pacers or something. But I don't I don't know if they get through Miami. To be honest, Miami is a whole other team in the playoffs. Uh, Eric Spoelstra to me is by far the best coach in the in the league. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler rises to a whole other play in the playoffs. I, I, I don't know. And watching that Cavs team, I just think um, what's missing from them, like I, I like Evan Mobley, I like Jared Allen, and, and even Darius Garland. But, like, in the playoffs, it was kind of like Donovan Mitchell or bust offensively. Nobody else really wanted to be aggressive. Nobody else really wanted to, in, you know, do anything with the ball. So why is I that? I, since, since you brought that up, why is that? Why, why didn't anybody want to do anything? Why, why, why do you think that is? I just I just don't think they're that good of offensive players. It just in my opinion. Like mm. outside of maybe Darius Garland, who I think should be more aggressive, because right. I do think he's, you know, that caliber of player. But like right. that's what Cleveland is waiting on. They're waiting on the offensive leap of Evan Mobley. You know, that Jared Allen has been very good this year. I will say that he's been very right. good. But like the leap of of Evan Mobley, you know, how is Max gonna play in the playoffs? You know, that's kind of iffy. Uh, I just, you know, they're a really good regular season team, but I don't know, I don't, I don't know if they can beat some of these uh, better teams in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I, don't I don't think they're a championship team. I want to make sure we clear on that. I don't think that they're mm-hmm. winning the NBA championship. I'm not going that far. I'm not saying that. What I am saying though is what I saw last year from them against the Knicks. I don't think I'm seeing that this year. I think I'm seeing a completely different unit, and I do think they get out of the first round. I think yeah, this real, team's real ceiling. Tough. I think this team's ceiling is the Eastern Conference championship. I think that's their ceiling. Real talk, you don't um, you don't think like, especially for a young big, um, like I remember my first time playing against like grown men that were like professionals and overseas players and stuff. Like my first time really playing with them, you realize how much stronger you got to be. How, yeah. No, like you realize like no matter I might I might be more skilled than him, but I, I can't get with him because when he puts that boom, I'm, I'm knocked all the way off everything. I can't do it. Don't you think that was good for Evan Mobley last year? Don't you think he's, you know, coming to his own or, or, or no? Not he has beefed what? up too, by the way, since we're on that subject. He has beefed up. He's put some weight on too. Yeah, again, I'm not saying that they, you know, it could be, they can be better. I'm not saying that they, they're not better. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. you know, New York has also gotten better. Like right. that's what I'm saying. So if, if, if a team has already beat you, even if, even if y'all progress at the same rate, they're already better than you. So, you know, they just if you take a leap and they take a leap, they're mm-hmm. still better than you. Like my, my not, thing, my thing is were they were they necessarily better or just more physical, stronger well, in the paint? That's what I think. I think they just I think they were just tougher. 
more than anything. Now, was I Mitchell Robinson? Good. Did Mitchell Robinson play in that series? Yeah, yes, him, Hartenstein. They just roughed. Okay. They just roughed because Mitchell out. Mitchell is out though. Correct. I'm getting mixed reviews on that. Like I, I'm, I'm hearing Mitch is coming back in a, a month. I'm hearing he's missing the playoffs. I don't, I don't know what's true. So, because I, I do think I if he's that. not available, then that that can you know change the dynamic of that series a little bit. Because he was also a part of that uh, being physical on the on the front line for the New York right. Knicks for sure. He's right. he's one of the better uh, offensive rebounders in the league. Um, good good rim protector and everything. Right. So if he's missing from that series. That can kind of change the dynamics of that series a little bit. I would actually like that. to see. I I would like to see the Knicks and and Cleveland again to see where Cleveland is at this point because I just don't think I'm gonna see the same team that I saw last year. I'm not. Just like I didn't. You real talk being a Kobe guy, you didn't see the same Kobe in 2000 that you saw in '99. That's a different dude. Right. And one of the main things about him that was different wasn't just his skill set. He got tougher. Mm-hmm. He beefed up some more because the playoffs. We're not gonna win with me playing the way I played last year. I have to be more physical. I have to be more prepared physically in order for us to win. And once I'm doing that, then the other stuff doesn't matter because now I can let my game do the talking. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to – who to y'all are like – because I know we y'all did the, the team uh, rankings today, like the top 10 and everything. Yep. Who are teams that can actually win a championship, though, to, to y'all? I think the road to the NBA championship goes through Denver. Denver already proved that they can I agree. Um, the Clippers, the post that's holding up that tent is Leonard. He's the post that's holding up that tent. No matter what Paul George does, uh, James Harden, we've seen him flame out in the playoffs. Russ as your lead guard. He's now a rotation guard, so you're not depending on him as much as you used to. Paul George already told us he was not a number one on the championship team. That post that's holding up that tent with the Clippers is the health of Kawhi Leonard because that's the only guy on that crew that you've seen get there and do it. I mean, Norman Powell yeah. was on Toronto, and they won the NBA I was about to say, Chilton, respect yeah. Norman Powell. Norman Powell was on Toronto, but he was also a rotation yeah. guy. So he yeah. knows what his job is as a rotation guy. When we get into the championship series or winning the NBA championship, what it boils down to, my best player is better than your best player. That's, that's essentially what it is. And the post mm-hmm. that's holding up that tent with the Clippers is Kawhi Leonard. I don't think Oklahoma City is there yet. I think that mm-hmm. they're still young. Me either. Minnesota actually has everything to win it. Mm-hmm. If you look at the dynamic of that crew, they have everything to win it. The question is, can they put it together? We got a third-year shooting guard who's been inconsistent in closing games. I've seen Cat disappear. There's been games, real talk, where I've seen – where I've watched – because I watch a lot of Minnesota games. There have been mm-hmm. games where I forgot Cat was on the floor. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's games when I, I'm like, oh, so I forgot he was in the game. Because that's where I, I don't see him for three, four, five different plays – because he's not in, he's not engaged. He won't rebound. So I'm thinking to myself, can I get if, if I get that in the playoffs? This is the thing that's going to be the difference in us winning and losing. That right there. So as of right now in the Western Conference, I think the road to the NBA championship goes through Denver. In the East, Boston has been there. I don't think Cleveland is there yet. Milwaukee doesn't play enough defense for me. Could the Knicks grit their way to the to the finals? I don't think it's ridiculous to think that. I don't. I don't, I don't either, but I don't I, think, I don't think, think I think there's only one championship caliber team in the East, and that's the Celtics, as far as, like, beating one of the Western Conference teams. Do I think, like, the Knicks can get to the finals? Right. Yes. Do I do I see them beating a Denver, a Clippers, a Dallas potentially? 
I I don't. The only the only team. Yeah, I, so I, I I'm really high on Dallas uh, since the trade deadline. Since they got a uh, Gafford higher 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 on Dallas. You're higher on Dallas making it winning than you are Milwaukee even making it to the finals. No, I think Milwaukee can make the finals. I'm saying but I don't, they can't I just don't think they can't beat. I can, they can't beat one of the Western Conference teams. No. So to be clear, you're saying Milwaukee cannot beat Denver in the finals. But no, no. no. But the Knicks could get there, which means that the Knicks could get past Milwaukee. Yeah, I think I think Milwaukee has a lot of, I think you know you when when two or three stars get together, it's kind of like immediate championship expectation, right? But when you look at that Milwaukee roster, like just the lack of a POA presence at all at the guard position, and then Dame, I, y'all saying it's a three year window. I don't, Dame is what 30, 33? Mm-hmm. and he's a six one six two guard mm-hmm. that relies on you know out, outstanding outside outside shooting and quickness and speed when he gets you know by his defender. He looks like he's regressed to me, like he's not the same player that he was just last year. Mm-hmm. He's not the same. He's not the same Dame from last. So you're year. talking physically. You ain't even talking about his game. Just physically, he looks yeah, different just, than he did last he, year. He's not as good as he was last year. I don't. I don't believe that. Would and it so, be because? Would it be because of the system that he's playing in right now? Having to having to work off of having to work off of Giannis, or is it just yo Dame is starting to slow down? I just think he's just starting to slow down, which is to me is normal. I mean, he's a 33, you know, guard. Yeah, right. I, you know. That's that's around the age where you know they kind of start taking a little step back. Now I do think like potentially Dame can put it together in spurts. So like say if they make the playoffs and he I like I can see Dame like having a good playoff run, but like for an 82 game season being, you know, consistently great for for 82 games and then um you know being great a whole I don't think he can do I think he can do it in spurts. I don't I don't know if he can do it for for that long of I'm not sure if he has to do that though but what he does have to do is he has to be protected and they don't have that yeah they don't have that right now we could we could we could talk about we 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 can talk about the Milwaukee Bucks being deficient defensively every team knows what you're running so every team is going to go after the weak link in the defense they don't have what they need to protect him though that's the biggest problem yeah so I don't I think there's four I think there's four teams in the West that can win a title. I think there's only one in the East. What are the uh, four think, West teams? I think da- uh, Denver, the Clippers, Dallas, and y'all know I'm going to say L.A., baby. The Lakers. And the Lakers. I just oh, always Lakers. think that LeBron and A.D., uh, you you can't ever just count them out. When, we had, know, this, we had this conversation earlier, Real Talk. Are the Lakers looking at Oklahoma City like they fooled? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody, everybody bring, is. Bring them. Go get them. Bro, <laughs> as much as I, I think, you know, Chet is a really good player, but Chet, Chet is <laughs> two, three years of mistakes away from being, you know, uh, a real paint presence like that. So James oh, also, James ain't um, looking at this dude like this dude is my son's age. I'm not losing to my son. I'm not. Yeah, nah. Uh, uh-uh. AD, AD, and Braun are rim running that series. There, it's yeah. I, the Lakers are beating OKC in 
five or six games. Smoke them. Talk. Saying the Lakers yeah. are championship contenders first and foremost, I just want to say that's crazy. But saying that they're championship saying that they're coming from no real talk. But no, it's not. It's not like that. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that they are aren't, and we are. I don't think either one of us are championship contenders. Right. I'm saying that to say to say that they're championship contenders and not bring up the Suns or the Timberwolves. I'm just not really vibing with. Oh, that my right fault. Now. My fault. I five because I do believe the Timberwolves can be uh, can win a chip. Mm-hmm. Suns. I'm concerned about Bradley Beal's health. Mm-hmm. And. I mean, I don't know where y'all, bro. I, KD, I'm gonna be honest with y'all, bro. I, I think, I think there's a lot more hype around KD from like from what he used to be to like what he actually is right now. KD's still a great player, but when you see him in matchups where you know teams have, you know, big, strong, uh, physical wings that can match up with him, like this past game they played against Golden State. Where there's a Kaminga, there's a Draymond, there's a Wiggins. He 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 tends to struggle against, are, are, against are you wins. Saying, are you saying that at this stage in KD's career he can be pushed around? Is that what you're saying? I see him off balance a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh I I like again, I and I'm not saying he's not a great, he's still not great, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Like to me, I Devin Booker's Devin Booker's the best player on the team. That's hey, mean, that's, Devin real, Booker, that's, that's, Devin, that's real that's talk. What, that's, but but chill, <laughs> that's what we call one of them good problems. That's what it sounds like to me. That's exactly <laughs> what in the words of Marlo Stansfield, it's one of them good problems. Yes, sir. Real talk. Good yeah. to talk to you, brother. We appreciate All right, you, fam. Yes, sir. We talk. Yes, sir, man. I when, when you got a problem where I got to choose between Devin Booker and KD. Yeah. All right. Damn. What am I gonna do, Big Ox? <laughs> Who am I gonna pick, man? What are you doing to me over here? Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Let me grab. Uh. Oh, I got Leaf in the back, and then after this, we're gonna get to this other topic. I got some other yep. things I want to holler at you about. Yeah. Leaf. What up? More. What up? Uh. Leaf might not be here. He's talking and we can't hear him. We'll see if we okay. can get him back. Yeah. We'll yeah. see if we can get him back. Leave you there now. Nope. All right. So nope. We'll try. We'll try again after this segment. It's all good, Leaf. Mm-hmm. I'll keep you. I'll keep you up there. Yeah. We're um, so it's it's four things. Obviously, we'll probably we'll probably get to talking and might get might get something else going on. But there's there's four component components of the rest of the season that I kind of want to talk about that I don't think we talk about very much. Um. Sometimes we will. Um. I want to see what these four things, how you think they will look the back half of the season, the last 28. We'll call it, you know, this this last 28. Mm-hmm. I want to know what should we expect in terms of intensity of these basketball games. Mm-hmm. So we'll start there with intensity. Again, Big Ox, mm-hmm. the last 28 games, teams are getting healthy. Teams are in a stretch run. They got their rotations down. Teams are trying to get playoff position. So I think that you're going to see a lot of teams pick up their intensity. Plenty of teams are going to be playing a lot harder than they normally would because you're jockeying for position at this point. Teams are, teams are trying to keep the spots that they're in, and then teams are trying to move up from the spots that they're in. Because, again, today is what, the 20th of February? 
playoffs start two months from today. Two months from the day the playoffs start. So with that being said, Cleveland wants to keep that top, Cleveland wants to keep that top two spot. Milwaukee is hanging on for dear life right now. Because Milwaukee mm-hmm. could very well go from three to the play-in tournament. That could happen. That could very well happen. And they ain't trying to hear that. They're so intense, so you, you you think we'll see intensity by way of or due to being competitors, competition, because that's the, that is the next the next um category, if you will, I wanted to ask you about competition Absolutely. level. Are we are we gonna see more 48 minutes of just we gotta win? Guys looking like they're here to compete. Uh, ex- especially, especially those those top nine, ten teams. I remember it was probably right around this time of year when like I would see Shaq and things that were funny like a, a week ago or two weeks ago, things that were funny in January, they ain't as funny no more. Like his fuse was shorter. He didn't smile as much. He was a lot more serious around this time of year than he was in December when I would see him or earlier in the season. He wouldn't really, it wasn't really a lot of joking. wasn't really a lot of playing around. It was, I time to get down to business. And I think this stretch run, teams like the Knicks, the Knicks are going to be healthy. They get Julius Randle back at the end of the month. They get OG back, who had that procedure on his elbow. Hartenstein's going to be healthy. They're now playing for the stretch run. So, <clears throat> so with that being said, a team like the Knicks are really chasing it. So I think that their level of competition, their level of expectation is going to go up. So they're going to step up their game even more. Milwaukee is hanging on by a thread. So they know that the competition is coming after them. And the one thing that I got to do, you mentioned it before, Big Ox. Yo, sometimes with your best friends, you got to knuckle up. Well, when you're fighting for your, well, when you're fighting for a playoff position, the Milwaukee Bucks have to be prepared to knuckle up. They have to be prepared to knuckle up because there's teams that are looking at them like we want that spot. There's nobody afraid of the Milwaukee Bucks, so I don't think it's a health issue with them. I do think it's a personnel issue with them, and they're hanging on for dear life. So they're going to have to up their intensity. The Cavs, are, the Cavs are trying to hold on to their spot at the number two spot. And I think that they're the one team in the East that I'm thinking about. Other than Boston, they're the one team in the East that I'm thinking about, with the exception of Minnesota, that does something consistently at a high level, and that's the Fen. And I think that they could keep that intensity. And if they could keep that intensity, I think that they could stay at the top of the Eastern Conference. Now, teams like Miami, you're going to see a different Miami team because, again, we only got too much left in the regular season. With these two much left in the regular season, I don't think they coast to the playoffs because there's no guarantee we're going to make the playoffs. I don't think Miami wants to be a play-in team again. I don't think they want to be the seven or eight seed again. I think that they want to move up. So now guys like Terry Rozier, um, not well, I was about to call him Austin Reeves, Tyler Hero, Bam, Buckets, who had a family issue. These guys are now getting back into the fold, but these dudes getting back into the fold, they're going to be even more intense. Same right. logic is going and, on in the West. Yeah, see, and, and in the West, too. And that's what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. right? When I look at it, Chilton, when I look at the five to nine in the West, it's it's real it's yeah. real close there, and these guys are fighting for their lives. When you got the – I'll even say five to ten because I want to I speak on the Warriors as well. Mm-hmm. So when you got the Warriors at 27 and six, mm-hmm. and then you got the Lakers and the Kings right above them, the Kings mm-hmm. two games ahead of the Lakers – the Lakers a game and a half ahead of the Warriors. The Mavericks half a game ahead of the Kings, and the Pelicans a game ahead of this. Or the Pelicans and the Suns 
are tied a game ahead of the Mavericks. So from five to ten, we're talking about five games in between five and ten. So they this last twenty-eight <laughs> is going to be a lot of a lot of fighting for them five. Think, think, think about that for a second, Big Ox. We're tied with with New Orleans and Phoenix. That's the difference. This tie, us breaking this tie with Phoenix jumping New Orleans or New Orleans staying where Phoenix where they are. It's it would be the difference in playing Denver in the first round or playing the Clippers in the first round. Who do you want? You want the defending champs or you want the best team in the league since December? If I'm the if I well, if I'm the Suns, I think I want the I think I want the Nuggets if I'm the Suns. Are you sure? Because you considering what what they did to you guys last year. I'm looking at what they did to them last year. You still haven't you still haven't shored up your front line. KD got caught a lot in switches with Joker, and they exploited that. Not only did they exploit that, they went after KD defensively. They definitely went after him, and it showed. Don't get me wrong. KD only played eight games going into the playoffs, and I think he's got a little bit more of a rhythm. But we're talking from five to nine. It's separated about three and a half games, which means you can have a bad week and go from hosting a playoff series or being being in the playoffs to you're the last team in a play-in. So these last 28 games, there is no room for error. There is nothing that we can do right now to dig ourselves. We can't do anything to dig ourselves in any type of hole because if you look at what's going on right now with the dynamic of the Western Conference being only separated by three games from, from, from five to nine, from five to nine only separated by three games, we do not want to be in a position. We do not want to be in a position where we find ourselves having to fight for our playoff lives where now we got to play in the play-in tournament. We don't want to be there. We do not want to be there. And you're also looking at teams like the Clippers who in, in Oklahoma City who they want to keep their spots. So whenever you see those dudes, they're going to be prepared too. So I think it's going to be a dogfight these last 28 games, Big Ops. A dogfight. Right. Um, you know what I want to do too? This one I want to do. Let's so let's start with so we got the 10th seed in the West. The 10th seed yep. in the West is the Warriors, right? Yeah, we got 28 games. Yeah, we got a little bit of time left. You know, yep. shit, we should do this throughout the remainder of the season until we might do, let's might, we might start doing two a day. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about mm-hmm. it off air. I'll text you, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. But I want to, um, and it doesn't have to be every team, but let's talk about the teams that are in the playoffs. Now let's run down the remainder of the season real quick. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go down their schedule and let's let's see what we let's see what we can expect from the Warriors. The Warriors right now are twenty seven and twenty six. So yep, they got what's that? So that's fifty three games. Fifty three. They got fifty six games left. Well, they played fifty three. Yeah, they played fifty three games. No, they played play, yeah. they played fifty three games. I'm sorry. So they got. Let's yeah, so see. they got 29 games left. They got 29 they got 20, games. They got 29 games left. I'm sorry. Okay, so let's let's project what their record will be at the end of the season. So right yep. now, what are they? I said they are. Let me write it down. 27, 27 and 27. Game over 500, big ops. A game, game one game over 500 and then the 10th spot. So okay. if I run down if I run down their schedule, the Lakers so James play the Lakers. James ain't playing tomorrow. James probably okay. won't play tomorrow. Okay, so that so. That's a playoff team that they're playing. He won't play tomorrow. Charlotte, that's not a playoff team. They should beat them. So we, so right got, now they're two. They're, they've got they're two and zero right now. Yep, they should beat them. Then they got Denver on Sunday. That's going to mm-hmm. be a dog fight. I think Denver gets them. Then they go back east for a four game East Coast road trip. 
They got to go to Washington, who I think they should beat. Right. They got the Knicks on Thursday, next Thursday. I think that that's going to be a tough game. I think the Knicks get them in Madison Square Garden, even though Curry throughout the course of his career has been really he's good in New, in New York. In he's, he's, he's really good in New York. With Clay coming off the bench, uh, but I, I I think the Knicks get them. Mm-hmm. They should beat Toronto. Toronto, okay. They should be they should be Toronto. I don't know what it is about Boston with Jason Tatum and Steph Curry because it's almost like he see the boogeyman when he see him. Right. I don't know, Big Ox. I can't put my finger on it. So of these four games, I think they win three of them because I think they beat Boston. Okay, so beat Boston and lose to Milwaukee, or I think they beat Boston and lose to the Knicks. I think they beat Washington. I think right. they lose to the Knicks. I think they beat Toronto, and I think they beat Boston. So, so now what we're looking at three at four and three right now. So they no, nah, they beat the Lakers. Oh, lost to Milwaukee too, right? Yeah, they My they, bad. they they so they, they beat the Lakers. That's one win. They beat Charlotte. That's two. They lose two. to Denver. That's that's two and one. Uh-huh. And then these next these next four games, they win three of them. Right, these next four games, they win three of them. So that's five and what three? Because they lose to Boston. So that's five and three. Then they play Milwaukee at home on Wednesday. I think they beat Milwaukee, Big Ox. I do. Okay. I think they beat Milwaukee. They got Chicago coming in the next night. So wait, where are we at right now? We're at six and three. Six and three. Yep. Six and three. They got Chicago coming in the next night. I think they beat Chicago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then they play San Antonio, San Antonio twice and back in back to back games. I think they beat them both times. Boom, boom. That's nine. Nine and three. Then they got mm-hmm. Dallas. At Dallas. I think they lose that game. Okay. I think they lose at Dallas. Then they got a couple of games. Then they got a couple of days off. So Wednesday they don't play again until Saturday. It's a primetime game Saturday night. I think the Lakers Lakers. get them. I think the Lakers get them. In Los Angeles, yeah, I think the Lakers get them. Then they come back Um, home. They got the Knicks at home. I think the Knicks beat them again. Mm -hmm. Then Memphis. They should beat Memphis. Indiana, who we know is really deficient defensively. They'll get in a track meet with them. And I think they should. They'll beat Indiana, and then they go back east for another five games. Minnesota, they they, lose. they I think lose they lose Minnesota. at Minnesota. I think they lose at Minnesota. Long uh, South Beach. They come down to Miami. I think they beat the Heat. I do. I think they beat the Heat. Orlando. I think they lose at Orlando the next night, though. I do. I think Orlando beats them the next night. Okay, then we got Charlotte. I think that they beat Charlotte. San Antonio. I think they beat San Antonio. Dallas again. They got Dallas at home. I think they beat Dallas at home. Houston and Houston. I think they I think they beat Houston. And then go but to I, Dallas. I think they lose at Dallas. The very next night. Yep. Head back to the Bay to uh, play Utah. Who I think that they beat in a dogfight. Because Utah's fighting for their playing lives. I think they beat them know. in a dogfight. Okay. Um, then 
They're back in LA. Back in LA. I think they lose to the Lakers again. Come up to Portland. I think they smoke Portland. I think they go up there and smoke them. And the last two games of the season are both at home, one against New Orleans, one against Utah. I don't think anything is wrapped up here, Big Ox. I think all of these games are, are, mean, mean, are playoff implications. So they got New Orleans at home. I think New Orleans handles them at home. Mm-hmm. And I think that they beat Utah again in a dogfight. Where, where are we at? So that's 5, 10, 15. So this is 19. So they're they 19 and 10? That's what I see. 19 and 10. Mm-hmm. Okay, 19 and 10. What's that put them at? So 19 more wins for the Golden State Warriors currently puts them 46 games. 36. So you got them winning 46. Uh, 46, 46 games gets them, I, I think, the sixth seed. Hmm. I think 46 wins gets them the sixth seed. Mm-hmm. 46 should get you the sixth seed. 46 should get them the sixth seed. And the reason why I'm saying what that, because we, we just about here this what we, 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 we just ran down their schedule. What I don't want you to what, what I don't want you to to forget is the majority 12 of those 12 of those 29 12 of those 29 teams almost have are are not making the play are not playoff teams. Remember that. So it's gonna look a little bit different. It's gonna look a lot different than what it would normally look like. So I see them going on runs where they win six or seven. I think they eight and two right now going into the all-star break. I can see them running off six or seven straight. I can see that happening. I could definitely see that happening. Man. That's what I got last year. They were the they were the six seed last year. Yep. Got to the second round, lost to the second round to the war to the Lakers. Yep. Hmm. Wow. That's mm. odd. when you run it down. I mean, that's it's real. If you look at their schedule, if you look at their schedule, yeah. the second half of the seat, this these last 28 games, it's really favorable for them. They don't have a nightmare schedule like they did earlier in the season. They don't have that kind of schedule. Right, right. Um, okay, yeah, that just that had me thinking, but mm-hmm. let me uh, go back a step real quick because we were talking about the intensity and competition. So when you think about that intensity competition and the Warriors riding that, because the Warriors are gonna compete, Draymond is not gonna let the Warriors lay down and we know it. Right. They're, they're gonna go until until the wheels fall off, and, and that's right. guaranteed. What other type of what what else can we expect in the in the the back end, the last 28 or 29. What 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 could we expect from uh refing? Can we see can we see the refs? Uh, what can we expect from the refs this this second half? Are they gonna are they gonna ref any different from the first part of the season? Are they gonna lighten no. up? Are they gonna call it a little more chippy? Are they gonna let them play a little harder? What can we expect? No, I, I I do think that we'll see some matchups where you might see you know quick whistles. For example, the game that we were just talking about where Golden State. Let's say Golden State, when they go see Minnesota, they're on like a six-game winning streak. And now they're coming into Minnesota. That's a big game. And it might get chippy knowing who Draymond is. So I Mm -hmm. think that you might see some early whistles. The refs will get control of that game early. I don't Mm -hmm. think that we're going to see much difference because, again, 
even though we're in this part of the season, I don't think that refs this part of the season take it any differently. I mean, they, they ref games like it's the playoffs. They, they We've seen bad refs in the playoffs, just like we've seen bad refs in January. So I think that with the right crew, I think you can get some good ref. I think you can get some good officiating, but with bad crews, you can get some terrible officiating. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So do is there ever like have you ever noticed any type of switch up before like with refs, um, like mid season or is it usually pretty consistent? It it with 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 officials depending on the crew. I think that they look at the at this stretch of the season, just like. The, just like players do, especially especially refs that ref in the playoffs. And I also think that you got refs who are trying to get to the playoffs. So they may be they may be looking to make their mark too. So I mean I don't think it's any to be honest with you, Big Ox, I don't think I don't think that they ref any different in in, in the regular season. Okay. A couple of weeks to go than they do now. Even though things okay. pick up and they know that they pick up, but I don't think they're gonna ref any different. Okay, what about um, what can we expect from like coaches as far as rotations go? The rotations mm. get shorter? Do they get deeper in the bench? What what do, what do we do February, March, and April of this season? It depends on who who it, it depends on which crew that you're looking at. So, for example, Cleveland, I think Cleveland's got a I think they got a nine man rotation. Now, that rotation, I think, is going to be pretty consistent, considering. The long ball shooters that you got in D Wade, Okoro, and the defenders that you got in Okoro, I think that that nine man rotation with Karis Levert, I think that they're going to be pretty consistent. Teams like Dallas, I think that their rotation is going to get shortened. I don't think you're going to see, I don't think you're going to see Dwight Powell in the rotation. I think with the addition of Gaffet, I think that Powell is now relegated to the bench. I don't think you're going to see him as much. The Lakers also, I think that their rotation could get shortened. I don't think that you're going to see as many guys that you saw in this, in January that you're going to see in the second half of this season. The Golden State Warriors, Steve Kerr has adopted that Phil Jackson style where he he would play he would play guys. Phil Jackson would play 10, 11 guys. Steve Kerr made the mistake of not playing his young guys. Well, now he's in a position where Clay has now moved to the bench, which I don't think he's going to stay there long. I think Clay is going to start playing good. And Steve Kerr is going to put him back in the road. Steve Kerr is going to put him back in the starting lineup. But with that being said, I do think that he's going to he's going to dig deep into his bench while this stretch is going on because I think he's going to get those guys geared up for the playoffs. So right. teams like teams like Boston, I think that their rotations are going to get short. And I think Cornette, I don't think that you're going to see him as much. I think uh, Brissett, I don't think you're going to see him as much. Mm -hmm. um, I think Doc, I think Doc could dig deeper into his bench, but more times than not, when you get to this time of year, rotations start to shorten because teams are getting ready for the playoffs. So teams are getting ready for the playoffs. Guys that played in January, guys that played in December, they don't play as much in March because we're getting ready for the playoffs. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, what about like what, what about media and media outlets? Even what what, what should we expect from, from the sports media? Could we expect any agenda pushing? And if so. What agendas do you think they're going to start pushing? And I'm oh. talking about not just ESPN, FS1. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about even um, YouTube, Players' mm -hmm. Choice. What what yeah. should we expect to see from media and media outlets, big or small, um, known or unknown, um, mm -hmm. from 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 
anything. What do we what what type of vibes do we get from media at this point in the in the play or in the series? Are they getting super excited, just pushing mm-hmm. out anything, or what what are we yep. seeing right now? Well, think about this, Big Ox. These last 28 games of the season, what's gonna be determined these last 28 games of the season? League MVP, defensive player of the year, all NBA, all defense. So there's going to be guys, coach of the year. So there's going to be guys that are going to be talked about more than they were talked about a month ago. There are going to be guys who are going to fall off. There is going to be agendas pushed where, you know, Rudy Gobert is going to be pushed even more. Guys like Kawhi Leonard are going to be pushed considering he plays in the, he plays in Los Angeles with the Clippers. Should Kawhi Leonard be considered a, a should Kawhi Leonard be considered an MVP candidate? Especially if the Clippers keep doing what they're doing and he keeps doing what he's doing. Should Kawhi Leonard be in the MVP conversation? How about Donovan Mitchell? Donovan Mitchell, is he a first team all NBA performer this year? Are, are the Cleveland Cavaliers legit? Should Donovan Mitchell be mentioned in the MVP conversation? Things like that are gonna go on. Is Jason Tatum the league MVP, considering where they are, what he's done? Those kind of narratives are gonna get pushed these last 28 games of the year, because so many things, so many things are riding on these last 28 games. Who's going to be the league MVP? Who's going to be the defensive player of the year? Who's going to be on the all-league defensive team? Who's going to be first-team all-defense? Who's going to be the most improved player? So these last 28 games, that matters a lot to these media outlet guys. Us too. Right. Right. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, you've been in in sports media, Mm Chilltown. What agendas are you going to be pushing these past these last 20, 30, 28, 30 games of the season? I, I don't know if, if it's an agenda or a narrative more than recognizing what is. So the more I watch the Minnesota Timberwolves, the more I think that this team is legit. And right. I think that they can make some serious noise in the so, playoffs. Let's be specific, Chilton. Let's be specific. Right. For these for these last 28 games going in right now. Um not in hindsight when we when we get to the end. Right now, who are you expecting to be pushing for defensive player of the year? I think Rudy Gobert is at the top of that list. I think he's ultimately okay. going to win it. Um, okay. I think Bam Adebayo is going to be in the conversation for being defensive player of the year. When you think about the defensive player of the year, more times than not, it's the best player on the best defensive team. That's usually right. how it goes. So. Okay. I think Rudy Gobert is going to win the defensive player of the year, the league MVP. I think that's going to go to Joker. Are you, but are you, are you pushing for that? For, for I am pushing. For and and the, the reason why I'm pushing for that big ox, I'm mm-hmm. pushing for that because when Rudy Gobert wins the defensive player of the year for the fourth time in seven years, there's going to be some people that's going to want to have a conversation. Where does Rudy Gobert fall <laughs> as the best in terms of the greatest right. defensive players of all time? It's only three other guys. I mean, it's only two other guys who've won defensive player of the year four times. If Rudy right. wins it this year, it's going to be Rudy, um, Ben Wallace, and Dikembe Mutombo. That's it. Fire. That's it. So, so okay. So you're pushing for Rudy for defensive play of the year. Who are you yep. pushing? What? What? Uh, what's we'll called an agenda? Nah, whatever. What? What agenda? Who are you pushing for rookie of the year? I mean, I, we, we had this conversation. If it's close, it's Wimby. But it hasn't been really close in, like, the last couple of weeks. And I think Wimby mm. is starting to is starting to create some space. And as good as Chet has been, and I love this kid, Jaime Jaquez, down mm. in Miami. I love everything that he's doing. But I think Wimby is going to be the runaway rookie Pretty of the year this year. I don't think it's going to be close. Pretty much looks that yeah. way. looks that way. Um, what about uh, coach of the year? Who are, you, who, are you, who are you pushing for these last 28? My preseason pick. Was Bickerstaff. 
That's who my that's who my coach of the year was. And I think he's gonna win it considering what he had to deal with. The fact that he lost Evan Mobley, his best defensive player, the fact that he lost his point guard for almost two months, and his team was still in the middle of the playoff race. They were a top five seed, and now to get those guys back, the defense gets better. They're back at the top of the Eastern Conference. Him and the head coach, there's, there's, there's three different guys. It's it's Bickerstaff, it's Mark Dagonop from Oklahoma City, and it's Finch from Minnesota. And I think it's Bickerstaff in Cleveland. I think he's the coach of the year this year. Okay. Yep. What about um, MVP? Who are you press? Who are you pushing for MVP right now? I think it's Joker. I think Joker wins the league MVP this year, considering what Denver has done. Um, I don't think that they're. I don't think Denver is going to stay where they are. I think Denver is going to get better, and I think that they're going to have one of these three. I think they're going to have one of these three spots before the season ends. Maybe even the second spot. If they're the if they're the second seed, I think Joker wins it. The if if he doesn't win it. Jason Tatum's winning the league MVP. If he doesn't win it, Jason Tatum is the league MVP. As good as as good as Shea Gilders Alexander's been playing, right. as good as Luca has been playing, I think that if we're talking about this season, Jason Tatum's going to win the league MVP if they don't give it to Joker. Yeah, I'm pretty sure at the beginning of the season I had I, I had JT or Luca. I had Jason I Tatum before the season yeah. started. That's why I had. Okay. And as the as the season winds down and mm-hmm. it's it's uh you know playoffs are starting to line up, we're starting to see who's seated where we're starting to talk matchups, we're starting to we're starting to uh make make predictions on oh this this series is yep. gonna be this, this series is gonna be that this team if it lines up this way, you know, just you know, basketball talk. Right. When we're having these conversations, chill sound, who are you going to be pushing for the champs? Who is gonna come out of this champ out of this season with the Larry O'Brien trophy? Who are you pushing for for these last 20 to 30 games? 28 to 30 games, I'm sorry. I just think that the the NBA champ this year is who I thought was before the season started. It's the Boston Celtics. I think that the way I feel about Boston is the way I felt about Denver last year. They have the most complete team in the league. Jason Tatum, this is the most efficient he's ever been in his career. And now he's got a guy in Porzingis who is the difference, who actually pushes them over the top. And defensively, they're a top five team defensively. Offensively, they're a top five team offensively. I think that everything that's necessary at the point guard spot, they've gotten better. Everything that Marcus Smart does, everything that Marcus Smart does, Drew Holiday does it, except better. Everything. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, they got great rotation players. They got a great role player in, 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 in Derek White. They are, I feel, the most complete team in the league. And because they're the most complete team in the league, I think they're going to win the NBA championship. I can see that. I can see that. Um, well, we're going to wrap it up with Nick Tri-State. We'll pull him up and wrap it up with him. What's going on, Nick? What up? Oh, what, what's good, fellas? What up? Yeah, uh, chill. I'm a, as a Laker fan, I'm going to have to unfortunately agree. It pains me to say I like Boston. I got a weird feeling. I got a weird feeling of the West this year. I got a weird feeling about the Clippers. I don't know why. My in, my basketball instincts are telling me rock with the Clippers this year. If mm-hmm. they're healthy going into the playoffs, I think they could be a dangerous team. I think they could be a real dangerous team. Yeah, with Kawhi Leonard, absolutely. No oh question. man, okay. yeah, no doubt about. Yeah, Big Zoo in the middle with those four mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. 
Absolutely. It's all it's all it's all on the Eagles at that point. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And if they yep. figure that out, it could be kind of scary. I don't think the Kawhi Kawhi don't got a problem at all playing with uh uh George Harden and, and Westbrook. I think the two guys to look out for is Harden and, and Westbrook. Hopefully yeah. Harden doesn't be too aggressive. He doesn't have to be overly aggressive. He doesn't need to be 2016, 28, 17, or 18 Harden. You know what I mean? Right. Just you feel me? Just trust Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard as well. I just got to And Russ can't turn the ball over. Which is not likely. Even though, he, <laughs> yeah. even, even though, he's, actually, even though he's actually been playing really well, he's yeah. not been a turnover machine. But I'm out on the Clippers. I need to see it, man. I'm, I, yeah. I've, I've, I've had this conversation year in and year out. I keep hearing if they were healthy, if they were this. And I can't keep doing this dance with you, man. I can't. Uh-uh. Show it to yeah. me. Show it yeah. to me. And uh, as far as the Warriors, I saw you doing the schedule breakdown. I don't think it's their year. I don't. Th- I think it's just. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen for them this year. The West is too good. The West is way too good. They they'll be they'll get in the play in, but they're not. I don't think they're going to make any noise this year. I don't see them making any noise. That's who they are. All right, Nick. Yeah. Good to talk well, to you, brother. Yo, take care, fellas. Much love. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, there's that. I mean, I I, I got to say, I, I it's it's believable once we broke down the schedule, but I I just don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if the 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 Warriors are gonna be able to do it. Man. Big Ox, you know the Warriors, man. As long as Steph, Clay, and Dre are over there, even though when you see Clay, you want to see the other dude. But the fact that he over there, the fact that all three of them dudes is over there, they do have a chance. Right. Unfortunately, they do have a chance. Do I think they're gonna do it again? I don't. I think that those days are over, but the fact that they over there and Clay and Steph is still playing at the level that Steph's still playing at, it's hard to say that they can't do it. I just don't think that they're going to do it. That's True. all. Well, um, next time we'll we'll break down another team schedule here in, um, on Saturday. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll be back on Saturday, y'all. I appreciate everybody that pulled up, everybody that was active in the chat. Um, man, keep showing our love, keep showing the support, and we will be here every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern and every Saturday at noon Eastern. Y'all be sure to click the like button on your way out. Subscribe if you're not subscribed. And make sure you click that notification bell. Also, down here, playerschoicemerch.com. Go grab you a hoodie, a beanie, T-shirt, anything you find with really great merch on there. Grab something. We'll check mm-hmm. you next time. Chill town. Put on a suit. Drink water. Don't drink and drive. Hey, man, call your mother. Call your mother. She's looking for you, man. Well, last time talk to your mother. Definitely, definitely. What you say, Big Ox? I was just gonna say, you know, just like you said, your town. Never drink or drive. Call a cab. Call an Uber. Call a Lyft. And you know, right here. If you're in the area, pick the telephone up. He'll come get you. He will come get you. Just call him up. He'll come scoop you. Just tell him where you at. He'll come get you. Until then, take it light. But take it. All right, y'all. Later. Saturday. Be there.